critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to break down and give our insights on Violent Night, which is, as of this recording, now streaming in theaters of uh, the first week of December of 2020. Well, not the first full week, but it's finally December. So it is out in theaters as of December 2nd. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is optics with an X, or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how's your week been, man? I feel like it's been a while since we've done one of these, but I mean... I don't know. We're, we're, we're starting to slow down, but weirdly picking up at the same time. But how's your week been, buddy? Definitely been feeling a bit more jolly, uh, as of recently. Just something about that calendar flipping into December. I always forget there's no November 31st. It always just sneaks up on me. Like it feels like there should be a 31st November. I feel like honestly, this entire year has been flying by so fast. It's, I mean, since 2020, it's like, what is time anymore? It's very strange. But I do agree. There's something about like as soon as it hits December, honestly, even as soon as it hits like Thanksgiving, I'm already in the Christmas mood. I'm really in the Christmas mood as soon as like November 1st hits. I'm just one of those kind of people. But I know what you mean. Like as soon as December hits, it's like this movie definitely helps. It does. Like I think this was perfectly placed right before the holidays. Um, I think there was another. We've had two other Christmas streaming movies so far, newer ones, Spirited and then uh, the one with Lindsay Lohan on, I think it's on Netflix. I tried to watch it for like 10 minutes. I'm sure there's already been hundreds of Hallmark Christmas movies this year. So there was a picture that someone posted on Twitter where it was maybe not every single one of their Hallmark, Hallmark movies, but a lot of the recent ones, maybe like 12 in total. It was, they, they have like people say Marvel has a formula, Hallmark movie posters have a formula. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. The guy's always wearing green. The girl's always wearing red. And it's some different variation of the poster that came before. So, but I'm very excited that, you know, we're, we're here talking about Violent Night, which is honestly, I, it's probably one of my recent favorite Christmas movies that have come out. Usually when it comes to Christmas movies, there's at least maybe one per year that really catches my eye. And I think as of now, or as of this year, I think Violent Night is that movie for me, but we have yet to see what's in store, but it kind of sucks because not a lot of Christmas movies come out in December as of late. I'm not sure if you've noticed that, like they're usually hitting streaming or something of that nature, but we don't get like a lot of, christmas movies in the theaters you know what i mean yeah it definitely feels like a a nice blast from the past here it feels like we haven't had a good christmas movie like a really good one in a couple years yeah for me i think the last one that really stuck out to me outside of little woman of course um was actually klaus that's on netflix and that jingle jangle christmas journey movie that was really good too i remember we covered that on the podcast that was that was pretty awesome 
But have you been watching any Christmas movies as of late, you know, since you're getting into the into the spirit of things? This is the first one of the year. Oh, this is the first one of the year for you. Okay, okay. See, for me, I and I'm no I'm not even ashamed to like admit this, but I've watched every single Home Alone movie in the span of like, well, I started around Thanksgiving, I watched Home Alone 1 through 3. And then I was like, you know what? Those are the those are the three that I usually like. I usually stop there. But this year I was like, I'm gonna take it a step further. So I watched the other three Home Alones, like back to back to back. And boy oh boy, was it a joy ride. <laughs> Home Alone 4 is not good at all. Apparently, the kid's name is Kevin. Like it's supposed to be Kevin McAllister. And I was like, that no, it was at least on one three. They changed the name to Max. It's a different person. Alex, Alex, or Alex. Okay. Yeah, it was Alex. See, you, you got to watch it again, Devin. Get, get yourself in the Christmas spirit. But yeah, Home Alone three severely underrated. Like I absolutely love that movie. But yeah, Home Alone four. It's quote unquote a different kid, but it's still Kevin McAllister. Then it goes Home Alone. Holiday Heist is the fifth one. That one was okay-ish. Um, it's a different kid altogether. And then <laughs> the one, <laughs> I thought that's where it ended. I was like, okay, you know, Home Alone 4, then Home Alone Holiday Heist. That's it. I forgot about Home Sweet Home Alone that is streaming on Disney+. Oh, uh, yeah. Everyone wants to forget about that one. It was It was better than 4 in some parts, but like... Like the first like 30 minutes I really liked, but then it, you know, the farther I got into the movie, it was like this, this doesn't make any sense, but I mean, they really have not been able to capture or recapture that magic. So I think they should just stop. But <laughs> yes, I spent many days watching all six Home Alone movies. So that's my little, uh, Christmas. I usually start with Home Alone during the Christmas time, but there's so many other Christmas movies to watch. It's crazy. But speaking of Christmas movies, we are talking about here today. Again, we're going to be covering Violent Night, which is now streaming in theaters. And if you're new here, welcome. The way we usually do this is we get into our initial reactions, then we hit our spoilers, and we'll let you guys know once we get into spoilers. But for this one, it's a Christmas movie, not much to spoil. So we'll kind of just cross that bridge when we get to it. And then we'll give our final thoughts and our ratings, and then we will close on out. So, Devin, are you ready to get your jingle jangle on? Are you ready to uh, visit old Santa Claus to uh, tell him what you want for Christmas this year? Yeah, never heard never heard Santa Claus so much in the movie before. Yeah, I know it's it's crazy. I mean, it's it's so funny that like when you're younger, it's it's Santa Claus because you know you don't have all your vowels down. You don't know how to you know your your vocabulary is very limited. And then you can say like Mr. Claus, Saint Nick, you know Santa Claus, or you know. Santa I'm definitely Santa. here for the for the month of John Leguizamo though. The menu now, Violent Night. This this guy's got it going on. I know it's crazy. I mean, not even him, but once we get to our next review here in a bit, um, we'll, we'll talk about that, um, as well. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we'll be right back after this introduction to violent night. A bunch of new bad guys showed up there on the naughty list. I'm sorry. I think this is it, kid. No, don't say that. Naughty list. It just grows and grows. You make a wish this time, Santa. 
If you could have anything in this world, what would it be? I wish I could see Mrs. Claus again. Tell her how much I love her. Then you make that wish come true. No, no. I give them a lump of coal. Yeah, give them their lumps. Take that coal and shove it straight up their anuses. Yeah! And we are back. You just heard a clip from Violent Night, the director of this film. It's Tommy Wercola. And the writers include Pat Casey and Josh Miller. And stars David Harbour, Beverly D'Angelo. And John, and I can never get his last name right. So I'm going to give the gift of giving and let Devin take over his last name. Uh, Cause I can never pronounce it correctly. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Okay. Okay. Let's see that, that that's better. I'm for some reason, I'm terrible at pronouncing people's names for the longest time. When I was first introduced to Florence Pugh, when she was in fighting with my family, I thought her last name was pug. <laughs> for some reason because i mean she was so new so it's like i didn't know any better and i was t- talking to my friend one day i'm like oh yeah florence pug and he's like what and i'm like yeah florence pug from fighting with my family and then midsummer it came up by then he's like it's it's pew and i was like oh so that's like my my biggest <laughs> i guess this one negative about me is that i'm terrible at pronouncing people's last names but The story of Violent Night is as follows. When a group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus, a.k.a. Santa Claus, must step in to save the day and Christmas. (laughs) Because this is a Christmas movie, unlike a few others out there, but I'll I'll keep my my opinions to myself there. But I'm going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial reactions for violent night. I thought this was just a, a real fun time at the movies. Like it's all it had to be at the end of the day. Obviously, there's a fair amount of suspension of disbelief needed here. It's a movie about the Santa Claus killing mercenaries. Obviously, you're gonna have to kind of sit back and just let it let it happen to you. You don't have to critically th- overthink this one. But it's just a really fun movie. It's that's all, all very very violent. It lives up to the name well. There's a lot of gore and blood and and everything, which is always fun to watch. Um, everyone's saying it's a mix between um, Die Hard and Home Alone, and they make those influence very influences very apparent. They even name drop both of them throughout the movie, and then there's definitely a, a couple scenes that remind you of both of those. There's a, a very uh, interesting Home Alone scene in the attic that that has some some good some good gaffes and some good gore. It's just so cool seeing David Harbour playing Santa, and they even give Santa some backstory and some lore as to how he could possibly be killing these people and how he has the ability to fight these mercenaries, which is really cool. And I definitely wouldn't mind seeing more in this universe because they did a really good job of world building this kind of, this kind of Santa Claus lore and just giving him a lot of interesting backstory. And I think they could definitely explore it more in the future, a sequel or even a prequel, which would be really cool. But yeah, it's exactly what you're looking for in a Christmas movie. And there's not many Christmas action movies. Obviously Die Hard is the controversial one because people want to argue if it even is one, but a Christmas action is definitely one that I think 
it's a cross section. I think that should be explored more because this was really fun. Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Devin, do you mean to tell me that you believe that Die Hard is a Christmas movie? I I could go either way. I don't really I don't I don't get that deep into it, but it's it's set around Christmas and there's a lot of Christmas lights and Christmas hats and it's it's definitely it's got some Christmas flair. Fair enough. You know, that that's something you obviously cannot ignore, but we'll get into that here in a bit. Let me give my initial reactions for Violent Night. Um for me, it has become a instant Christmas uh, Christmas classic, excuse me. And I think this is honestly probably the best way to start your holiday season altogether for violent night. Like Devin said, you know, it, we don't really get a lot of, you know, Christmas action movies, um, you know, regardless of what you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not, even though I fall in the camp that it doesn't, I feel like this is more of the Christmas violence or action movie that we're looking for because the plot is literally about Christmas, but Overall, I think, you know, David Harbour is at his best here. He plays a fantastic Santa Claus, like down to his ho, 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 and just his mannerisms. And Great. Everything ho, ho, ho. He's nailed oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. So natural. It's very natural. You know, he, he is this burnt out Santa Claus that has essentially kind of given up on kids where it's like, like he said, like in the clip, you know, the naughty list just keeps growing and growing because people ultimately become a little bit more selfish around the holidays. And as time goes by, we see that even, you know, in our real world where, you know, there's a lot of Christmas movies out there saying, Oh, you know, it's not about the presents. It's more about the family. A lot of Christmas movies start to try to hammer that home, but I can, you can kind of see how this is a, a burnt out Santa Claus who is kind of just fed up with everything. But like I said before, it's David Harbour's experience or his performance elevates this experience of this movie is what I should say. And honestly, like more ways than one, I think it's very action packed, full of so much holiday cheer. And I honestly want to go back to the movies and watch this again because it's it's December. You know, you just want to watch as many Christmas movies as you can. And this actually ended up being very good. Unlike um, Noel, which which is uh, what was like Disney Plus's first that like, had, Christmas. That had left my memory until you just mentioned it. <laughs> I was just trying to think of another Christmas movie. Like I said, usually Christmas movies nowadays, a lot of them don't usually hit the holidays. I mean, some do if they're on, if they're on streaming, like I mentioned before, a Jingle Jangle Christmas Journey. And I think there's another one on Netflix I want to try, uh, check out called a boy named Christmas. I hear that's pretty good, but back to violent night. It's it, job well done for minus reactions. I absolutely loved it. You know, just the, <laughs> the family itself, you know, they're, they're fighting for the, the mother's affection. And you see that throughout the movie and 
it's this and not only, you know, obviously there's a lot of action. It's amazing Christmas chemistry, but the comedy hits so well in this movie. Like I was dying laughing at a lot of these jokes. I mean, you know, Gertrude, Bertrude. <laughs> yeah, that one was probably the best. It was just so. And I love the actress who plays the sister. She's in, um, she's been in a couple of things, but she's really funny. It's crazy to see how, you know, people are still able to create new and idea, uh, new ways for Christmas movies. You know, it's not just, you know, the, the by the numbers Hallmark situation where, you know, oh, everything's hunky dory at the end. I mean, yeah, I was going to say that's that's the thing this movie does so well is it, it keeps Christmas at the heart of everything. Like it keeps it the central theme of the entire movie, despite there being action and violence. It never gets away from the Christmas spirit being the actual main event. Yeah. Nicholas here. Saint Nick is no saint here whatsoever. He's he's just gone off his rocker. But like you said, you know, there is a lot of backstory, surprisingly, for the you know creation of Santa Claus and you know where he came to be, but it's it's amazing. I just it's vulgar, it's bloody, it's you know it's that silly holiday film that I feel like we haven't had in a very very long time. Like I mean you know we have Elf, everybody loves Elf. Uh, Christmas Vacation is another great one. You have like the super serious ones like Polar Express. There's there's so many. I would say. Even like Home Alone, like in which is very baked, or the themes or the atmosphere is baked into this with, with Trudy trying to, you know, setting traps and her actually mentioning that, you know, she can't stop watching Home Alone. It's like her favorite Christmas movie. And it, I think that was nice, a nice touch to bring back in as well. But Devin, do you feel like there's any spoilers here that we should be getting into? Because I don't think there necessarily is. You know, when it comes to Christmas movies, they're they're usually by the numbers, but there's there's a bit of a twist um, about halfway through, and then there's kind of an, an ending where something happens that brings someone back to life, but not too much. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we can kind of just keep it at that because, yeah, I mean, for for this one, I kind of just want people to go in and watch it from themselves and be surprised because you know it's 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 a great Christmas movie all. All in all, but Devin, it's you. Um, actually, let's get into our final thoughts and our ratings here. Uh, Devin, what are your final thoughts and ratings of this film? Uh, this is just a jolly good time. Just going to keep saying that over and over again. Um, <laughs> our, our, uh, our good friend, Matt, actually, he is a, a, a Jewish friend of ours. He actually saw this last night and he loved it as well. So that just shows how it can cross over and, and still still touch um, other, other cultures and uh and still hit the same because it's just a good time at the movies. Very violent and keeps Christmas at the heart of everything. David Harbour just kills it as Santa, like we mentioned before. John Leguizamo has has some fun there as Scrooge. It's just a good time. It's very violent too. I, I love how the uh, all the bad guys had their own little nicknames, which was pretty pretty cool. And yeah, the Christmas names. <laughs> The lady was like starting to believe like, oh, it's possibly the real Santa Claus. And the guys, he's like, what the heck did you just say? <laughs> like, it's a small little like the dialogue so quick and snappy. I absolutely love it. But it's it's such a great time. But um, sorry, uh, what was your score? I'd probably give it like a solid uh, 80 overall. Like mm-hmm. there's definitely some issues. Like if you stop to think about this movie for like 
more than a minute, it's it's going to not make sense. And that's just where you have to suspend your disbelief and just go with it. Yeah, that, that's true. I, but it's, I have the movies nowadays. It's, you know, suspense of disbelief is like always there. But I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're thinking at this, like logically, it's like, but I feel like with any movie that's, I mean, this is clearly about Santa Claus and Christmas. So it's, it's just, I don't know. I, I think the notion of, trying to think about a Christmas movie that deals with Santa Claus logically probably isn't the best way to like approach it. But I, I, I do see what you're saying this overall, but for me, uh, for my rating on letterbox, I gave it four out of five stars, which would equate to about, yeah, I'd say like 85 uh, out of a hundred, you know, it's, 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 it is a perfect Christmas movie, but you know, usually when you want try to give something like five out of five stars, that's like something that hits home with you. Like I said before, I can definitely see myself watching this every single year. Wouldn't even mind picking up uh, a Blu-ray copy of this as well to add to my little uh, Christmas collection of movies. But yeah, like I said before, it, it's an instant classic, um, and it's it's the best way to probably start the holiday seasons altogether. And it's it's magical it's funny it's bloody it's i guess you could say die hard meets home alone but you know i'm i'm just i'm just not in the die hard camp like i i like the movie i think it's a great movie i just i don't view it as a christmas themed movie like that's when i say i don't think it's a christmas movie they did name drop it in this movie they did they did name drop i mean you can definitely see the um the, the the homage that they did there for sure but yeah it it is what it is but it's definitely one of the best christmas movies i've seen in a very very long time and i love the not to home alone apparently just looking at the trivia this was written by the team responsible for the first sonic movie it's weird wording but really <laughs> the first <laughs> responsible for sonic the hedgehog the writers originally wrote this as an Easter movie, but were forced to quickly reset it at Christmas when star David Harbour refused to wear a bunny suit. Easter movie. Interesting. Don't have any of those. We're getting a Winnie the Pooh movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cocaine Bear. And Bambi. And Grinch. The next few years for movies, I just want them to get super weird with like everything that they're doing. Like, you know, yeah, we'll have our dramas and stuff like that, but I, I want movies to get weird again. And this is definitely a step in the right direction for Violent Night because I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. So, yeah, an 80 out of 100 for Devin, 85 out of 100 for me for Violent Night. So that concludes our Violent Night review here on the podcast. And if you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other, make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a movie lover in need and really quick. What's out now on our podcast and what's coming up next. What's out now. We have a lot of crazy, crazy stuff. We have been covering just everything from it's the end of the year. So you can definitely check out our Willow episodes one through three review. That is a spoiler free review that I did with Kit Stone, which was a lot of fun. You can also check out Devin and I's glass onion, a knives out mystery review, which is also spoiler free. And if you haven't seen black Panther yet, you can also check out our black Panther Wakanda forever review and our, the menu review, which is now out on all podcast platforms around the internet. 
And I myself have been trying to cover a few uh, Blu-ray reviews as well as Don't Worry Darling, uh, 4K Blu-ray review and 3000 Years of Longing uh, Blu-ray review, both courtesy of Wonder Brothers. So I think I'm going to start doing maybe like one a month just to kind of bring some new content on to the podcast. But all in all, what's coming up next you can uh, look out for our The Whale review, which is going to be pretty interesting. And we're going to be shaking it up this year and doing a top five Christmas movie conversation with a few of our amazing peers out there. So that will be within the next few weeks of December, I think around December 14th, 15th, I think as well, try to pump that out. So that's just something that you guys can look forward to because we are going to continue the holiday cheer onward. Uh, we never did Guards in the Galaxy a holiday special. I guess that kind of just slipped through. Yeah, I guess but... that, that would be the, technically the first one I watched this year. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Very, very true. Um, but yeah, all in all, those are just a few things that you can look forward to and a few things that are out on the podcast as of right now. And with all that said, we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you guys in the next one. And that is a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. and We'll see you guys in the North Pole. Peace.